female body inspectors. Actually, that is, it's I guess, real. I guess that it's this real. is actually it's FBI. <laughs> yeah, it's FBI female body inspectors. Oh. And uh, it's going to, we're going to, we're going to try it. We're going to see what happens here. Uh, I'm going to make some magic, yo. FBI magic. Oh. Tantum. Grizzly bears in Michigan didn't know they were grizzly bears in 
chicken ever heard about Columbine? <laughs> there weren't no grizzlies, just a bunch of kids in coats killing other kids. Don't worry, because at least they're buying guns, which is good for the economy, right? Betsy DeVos claimed that historically black colleges and universities are pioneers of school choice. What? That started from the fact that where there were too many students in America who didn't have equal access to education. Just, just segregation. Brown versus education, 1954. Not enough education, just segregation. Segregation, yeah. I love homeschooling and charter schools and all that stuff, cause it's for segregation. Not education, segregation. Let's bring it back. Let's make America great again. Make America great again. Make America great again. When the white people were in charge. Yeah. Soft dark money. My family is the biggest contributor of soft money. Soft, soft. To the Republican National Committee. By my way, in, by my way, in. by my way, forty-seven million dollars. Did it by my way in? Did it by my way in? Yeah. I have decided to stop taking offense at the suggestion that we are buying influence. Oh, buying influence with our soft money, buying influence soft money, with our soft money. Oh, now I simply concede the point. They are right. We do expect something in return for investment. Like a job, like a job, like, I don't know. How about education secretary? Oh, grizzly bears in classrooms. Oh, let's shoot them. We expect to foster a conservative governing philosophy consisting of limited government and respect for traditional American virtues. That word tradition again. And virtues. Oh, she means white. American virtues. She means white. American American virtues. Oh, she, she means white. And we expect a return on our investment. She bought herself in. Bought herself in. She's white. We can... Okay, there we go. So we're going to be rapping to to the dulcet beat tones of uh, Iggy Azalea's no, Medi no Mediocre Feet, which I think is what Kellyanne Conway did, is No Mediocre Feet here. Uh, oh. Break it down. What you think about that, Sheriff? What? Are you going to bring him the truth? Are we going to bring it? Bring in the truth. About Absolutely. Skinny, skinny little ladies. Skinny rice little cakes. rice cakes. The rice cakes of news. There was an article this week that talked about how you can surveil someone through their phones, through their, certainly through their television sets, any numbers of different waves. And microwaves? Microwaves. And microwaves? Microwaves. They turn into cameras, etc. So you just know that's just a fact of modern life. Click. Modern life. Click. 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 Kelly and Conway. Click. Click. Beep, 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 beep. 30 seconds. You. 30 seconds watching you. 30 seconds watching you. Heat up that. Click. Hot water. Click. What do you eat? Click. Kelly and Conway. Click. Hot water. Click. Hot water. Maybe some tea. There's no calories in tea, you see. Oh, uh, sorry, Kelly Ann. 
We're watching you. I think the big lesson to the political class is to stop listening so much to each other and start listening to the people. <laughs> political class, stop listening to each other. You gotta listen to the people. They're not listening to each other anyways. What could they be talking about? Maybe microwaves. Microwaves. The CIA is after you. After you. With your microwaves. The microwaves. They are actually listening to the people. We're watching you. Usually based on an economic agenda, white working class voters don't buy into this whole biology, chemistry, abortion, gender agenda as much as they want more take home pay. They want affordability. I want some money too. <laughs> affordability. Affordability with their abortions, usually based on an economic agenda. White working women voters don't buy into this whole biology, chemistry, abortion, gender agenda as much as they want more take home pay. Yeah, equality. Equality. Let's ratify the 19th Amendment. Uh, yeah, woman suffrage. 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 She's out for suffrage. Watching you. Kelly and Conway knows about suffrage. Um, because they're watching. She's white too. She is, and so thin. I thought we always just listen to thin, pretty women. Don't we just do that? They're clearly telling the truth. She is clearly telling the truth. Many Americans are very concerned with the lack of vetting that's going on. Show me your papers. Show me your papers. Show me that you belong here. Show me your papers. Show me your papers. Isn't that why they signed that new vetting act? Oh, oh no. If you don't show the papers, we might think you're a terrorist. What? Donald Trump has addressed many times that his main concern is making sure that we have a system in place that we completely lack now, which is those countries that tend to train and export and harbor terrorists where we do not have proper vetting are are places where we're going to need to have better vetting. And he's made that very clear. Better vetting. Is it clear to you now? Yay! <laughs> we did it again! Yay! We did it! Yes! We did it. We're gonna come we up with our mixtape. We did it. Well, one one old man I don't like is uh, Pence. So let's uh, see what happens here. Let's see what happens with our right. new rap. Here we go. <laughs> Homos, convert them coming from the homos. 
incompatible with military. Hashtag no Homosexual is incompatible with the military service. Homo. Because the presence of homosexuals in the rank weakens unit cohesion. Because homosexuals are weak. Is that what you're saying? Are you saying homosexuals are weak? I think that's it. I think that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. I think he's in the closet. In the closet. Penis. Yes. Is that what's happening? Yes. I always go to the dick. All rise, all rise for his master of spin, Mr. White House Chief Strategist in the Trump administration, 45's main liar, misogynist, racist, homophobe, Steve Bannon man. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon man. Who is he? Oh, he's Steve, Steve Bannon man. He's Steve Man and Man. Oh, uh, the most hateful. The most hateful quotes. Hate that's nigga. Right, Bart is a hateful place. I couldn't share myself on no. that. Uh. Gay rights have made us dumber, and it's time to get back in the closet. Hate, 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 hate. Steve, 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 Steve
right. Oh, white is right. We're pretty racist against lots of things. Oh, Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Trannies whine about hilarious Bruce Jenner billboard. He's still calling them trannies. Oh, the misogyny, the homophobe, the transphobia. I can't believe it. Birth control makes women unattractive and crazy. I said birth control makes women unattractive and crazy. What? It makes you fat. It makes your voice unsexy. It makes you a slut. Because it's Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Big, big misogynist. Big, big hater. Gotta hate the Jews, gotta hate the ladies and all of you. Suck it up, buttercups. Dangerous faggot tour returns to colleges in September because he's Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Steve, 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 just kill yourself mm -hmm. i got a gun right here and off yourself now the solution to online harassment is simple women should just log off they're screwing up the internet for men by invading every single space we have online and ruining it with attention-seeking needy demanding and touchy-feeling form of feminism Steve Bannon to get cancer. Yeah, he looks like Steve, he Steve, does. Steve Bannon. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Oh. Steve, 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 Steve Bannon. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. World Health Organization report. Tranny's 49 times higher HIV rate. There's that word again. Homophobia is rampant. Did we mention that he's a White House executive? Oh. <laughs> Did we mention he's Maybe the second most powerful person in the United States. He's got the cold misogyny and racism. Racism and transphobia and homophobia. All that stuff. Mm. Yeah. Steve Bannon. Steve, 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 Steve Bannon. Hating ass nigga. Whoa! We did it again! <laughs> we do it every week. How do we do it? How does it keep happening? It's so amazing. It's so amazing. It's incredible every tape. week. It's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. It's going to be This week's rap is about Ben Carson. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uh, we've got some We've got some cushion money rap instrumental beat <laughs> on the background. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to see what happens. Ben Carson, Uncle Tom, today uh, with Hot Dirty P and the Sheriff. We're here for you. Oh, is it not? I put it in the wrong thing. There it goes. Now it's going. I put it in the wrong one. Just like. There we go. Oh. 
Progressive thinks he's an Uncle Tom. Mm, Uncle Tom. I'm, I'm not sure I agree that there isn't a fair amount of racism here. Not too much racism. What? I said there's not not too much racism. Ain't no racism, boss. There, there is, but not where you'd expect it to be. Nope. It's mostly with the progressive movement who will look at someone like me. Nah, sir. And because of the color of my pigment, they decide there's a certain way that I'm supposed to think. And if I don't think that way, I'm an Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom's boss. Uncle Tom. I'm an Uncle Tom. And they heap all kinds of hatred on me. I'm an Uncle Tom, and they eat all kinds of rape hatred on you. And to me, that is racism. What? Me boss? No. There's not as much as you'd where you'd expect it to be. There is, but not where you'd expect it to be. And they look at my pigment, and they decide there's a certain way I'm supposed to think. And if I don't think that way, I'm an Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. And they heap all kinds of hatred on you. And that, to me, is racism. 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 Uncle Tom. Racism. Uncle Tom. Racism. What if on D-Days our soldiers invading the beaches at Normandy had set their colleagues to be cut down, a hundred bodies laying in the sand, a thousand bodies laying in the sand? What if they had been frightened and turned back? Well, I guarantee you were frightened. I guaranteed you they were frightened, but they didn't turn back. They stepped over the bodies of their colleagues, knowing that in many cases they would never see the homeland of their loved ones again, and they stormed those Axis troops, and they stormed that beach, and they died. Why did they do that? They didn't do that for themselves. They did it for you, and they did it for me, and now it's our turn. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. I'm an Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. I'm an Uncle Tom, and they heap all kinds of hatred on you. I'm an Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom with gifted hands. And they heap all kinds of hatred on you. So that to me is racism. 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 Uh, Uncle Tom. I would not advocate that we put a Muslim in charge of this nature. Nation. I would not advocate that we put a Muslim in charge of this nation. I absolutely would not agree with that. I forgot I was black. I would not advocate that we put a Muslim in charge of this nation. I would certainly not agree with that. I forgot I was a nigga. <laughs> Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. And if you know, if and you know, if there's somebody who's of any faith, but they say things and their life has been consistent with the things that will elevate this nation and make it possible for everybody to succeed and bring peace and harmony, oh, then I'm with that. I'm an Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. I'm an Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom slaves were tourists. Uncle Tom. Slaves were tourists. Slaves were immigrants. Coming over on the boat, making this world a better place. Obamacare is worse than slavery. Uncle Tom said. I'm an Uncle Tom on the worst things since slavery. Obamacare is really, I think, the worst thing that has happened in this nation since slavery. I've never been whipped before. Never been whipped before. <laughs> All right, we did it again. Yes. We did it again. Our mixtape. Kush money. It's happening. Kush money. Our mixtape's coming out real it soon. Is. It's coming hot. Hey, it's 
Dirty, hot, dirty pee and the sheriff coming at you. Yeah. Coming at you. Funka. Some magic. We make big and 
everybody. Thank you for being here at Pimtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. We're going to get started in just a few minutes, uh, waiting for the throngs of people to come in, uh, coming from Walnut Creek. Waiting for the people from Walnut Creek. That's what we're doing. You're here! The people from Walnut Creek are here. We're going to get the show started in just a second. Yeah! Fantastic Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. Yeah. It's just like a regular Friday, except it's the festival. Yeah, whatever. It's just a regular Friday. So excited. So many comedians from so far flung. Olympia, what a beautiful place Olympia is. I love vomity so much. I can't even. Wednesday nights, oof, vomity. So much fun. Olympia is such an amazing place. I went there. I had no place to stay, and I got to sleep over. It was like, it was like comedy summer camp in Olympia, Washington. Yes. Olympia, Washington is comedy summer camp. We've got people from L.A. Yeah. L.A. in the house tonight. We got people from all over. I'm so excited. Yeah. Hunter Donaldson in the house. Yeah. Oh, what a cool drink of water he is. You can see him tomorrow night on the underwear show. One of the only men who's like, yeah, I love to be naked. Did it last year. Doing it again this year. Hell yeah. Tomorrow night at 10, I'll be wearing a leather leather pasties on my boobies and uh, weird. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be big, big high heels. We tried to set up the stripper pool, but we couldn't figure out how to do it because the ceilings are so high. I'm so high. I'm high all the time. You ever smoke so much weed that you forget how your own shower works? Anybody else? Yeah, it's like Airbnb being your own home. Like, how does this work? I've lived here for six years. I'm so hot. I'm so cold. Where is my cat? Why is he here? Why are you talking to me, cat? He's like, figure out. His like, left is hot. His right is cold. Good cat. Anybody else love their cats? Yeah. yeah. Fucking cats. Katie has a cat named Mr. Pantaloon Face. That's not his name. That's just what I call him because he has big fluffy pantaloon it's a her whatever I'm not gonna fucking gender normative cats cats are alien beings like I love the Chinese because they know that you got to bow with one hand to the cats all the time like right like constantly your alien overlords love them they love you my cat loves me so much I love my cat so much I'm a crazy cat lady but not in the way you think I want to take my cat and I want to shave him and I wanted a sweater out of his fur, and I want to make him wear it. <laughs> I'm a crazy cat lady. I'm nuts. Nuts! I love my cat so much, and I know he loves me, because my boyfriend was finger-banging me the other day. Yeah, and my cat didn't just sniff his fingers. He licked them. 
Yeah. Meaning that my cat loves the fuck out of me. Or women really do taste like tuna. I don't know which way it is. I don't know. Either way, these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi. It's ahi, not albacore. None of that white shit. It is dark and purpled with age. It is. I don't know if you've masturbated for 43 years, but gets dark. It's none of that. You can't dip your, I'm like, how do you dip your twan in this bleach? Like I, this people watch porn or whatever and they have like pink pussy lips and I'm like, that is not possible. You can't do you. I've been wondering about pubic hair. I don't know its point or purpose, uh, but I think I figured it out the other day. Uh, so I shaved all my business and then I tried to pee and the pee went all willy-nilly, like all over, the, it was everywhere. And I was like, what? So I think that pubic hair is to focus the pee into the toilet. That's its huge purpose, is that it's all going down, down into the toilet. I just, I don't shave. It's going to be real fun tomorrow night on the underwear show when I'm, I'm going to be wearing underwear. And it's like uh, spiders crawling down my legs. You can't tell. The, the other day, I was actually hanging out with my cat, and I thought that a spider actually ran across my pussy. I was like, what just happened? Did a spider? No, that's just hair. I just have really long, I have, I have a lot of pussy hair. So somebody asked me what my first comedy album would be named, and, and I said, uh, my pussy never smells good. And that was the first thing that came out of my mouth. And he was like, wow, that's, that's a thing. That's great. I know. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't like people to go down on me because I'm worried about herpes. Because, like, herpes simplex one and two are the same herpes, just location, location, location. Stop living in the tenderloin. I live in the tenderloin. It's not. I only have herpes on my face, uh, not on my puss yet. So lucky. 43, still doing great. Uh, I have hate fucked a guy once, though, and you were thinking, oh, I know what that means. No, not in the way I mean it means. It's when I get a, a blister on my lip, and then I go find my ex-boyfriend, and I suck his dick. <laughs> That's hate fucking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, lots of hate. Ha, 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 ha. Just, yeah. So good. Uh, I live, I do live in the Tenderloin and I play a game with small children because I'm a nanny. That's the thing I do for money. And I hold their hand and we walk together and we see a pile on the ground and I say, man or beast, man or beast. <laughs> Fun game. Fun game in the Tenderloin. What I learned from a four year old is if it's up against a wall, it's always man. <laughs> Four-year-olds understand physics. They are so much smarter than we give them credit for. I really, from the mouths of babes. Uh, speaking of babes, I don't want to have any. Uh, these aged purple lips are not going to birth any children because I'm 43 and I don't want a retarded baby. Am I right? <laughs> no, I was a special ed teacher for four years. I get it. Like, I love children with autism. I get paid to hang out with them. I'm just saying I don't want to be like, I have to be paid to hang out with children. I can't like have an autistic child of my own. How can you pay for that, right? No one pays you 25 bucks an hour to hang out with your own kid. I actually, I was going to have an, well, I did have an abortion, but I wanted to keep it alive 
for a minute, just try to get money out of the Republican right, right? I wanted to start a GoFundMe and be like, I'm not going to have an abortion if you give me a million dollars. Isn't that what it costs to like make a child or whatever now in America? I think it's $750,000. Well, what I'm saying, it's America. I want a million. So, hey, Republican right, put your money where your mouth is. You want me to have a baby? Million dollars. <laughs> Nobody else? Cool. It's fine. I just, I don't. I actually had a, I had an abortion and that, you know, I had a couple on but it was it was it was my, it was one of my abortions, and I was laying down there, and I, they had, uh, my legs were all out, and they were like, uh, "Hey, some people during abortions talk, some people don't talk." I said, uh, "Has anybody ever told jokes?" <laughs> they were like, "No, that hasn't happened before." They gave me midazolam, short-lifting, fast-acting benzodiazepine. Anybody else doctors in the house? You know what midazolam is? It's a real drug. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it makes you feel good. So I'm on the table, and they're doing the thing, and I'm telling jokes. It was a killer set. It was a bringer show. I left it there. It was so great. The only regret, the only regret I have is that they didn't let me take in my iPhone so I could tape the set, you know? So it was like, it was so funny. I gave him flyers after the show. I was like, we're down here at Mutiny Radio, real close. Come on by. They were like, yeah, that sounds great. We're going to be there. It's good. Uh, I've always been wondering, you know, I, who has fantasies? You guys have fantasies? Fantasies? Yeah. Weird fantasies? Yeah. My weirdest fantasy is about Martha Stewart, uh, Clydesdales, and, and Glitter. This is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the real fantasy I have, which is uncircumcised guys. Any uncircumcised guys in the house? Mm, no. Mm. That's why it's a fantasy. You got you to pull up that dick. You got to pull that foreskin up over that dick. You got to put whiskey in that foreskin. Because I want whiskey dick for real. Can I finally get what I want? Can I finally get... It's twofold. Uh, one, I like new and sexy ways to drink whiskey. Because I'm an alcoholic. Yeah! Oh. Uh, and two, I'm trying to clean out all that schmegma because boys are gross. <laughs> Am I right? They're so gross. <laughs> boys are gross. They smell weird. They smell like Fritos. Why do boys, why do their feet smell like Fritos corn chips? What is, is it the MSG? They're sprinkling it on their toes? I don't know what's happening. There's a little song we sing before we uh, do this show. If you know how it goes, sing along with us. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy. Comedy. Together we will bring our jokes up high. Hi, hi, hi. Only vaporizers tonight, because we have a friend who doesn't like the weed, but it's fine, it's great. But vaporizers are cool in the room. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yay! I am so excited. I can't be more excited for your first comedian, because she is a fucking star in LA. She has, she's gorgeous. You could see her picture in multiple places just being gorgeous. And she's been on commercials, and in movies, and in all kinds of things. You are going to love her so much. I'm going to leave this this high because she is high, not just higher than the rest of us, but like literally taller than all of us. Put your hands together, everyone, for Karina Diglett! 
Pam. Thanks so much for having me. Hi, San Francisco. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. I know, I know, I'm tall. People walk, him up, walk up to me every single day and ask me the dumbest questions. They're like, oh my god, you're so tall. Like, what do they feed you? I'm like, well, I'm Russian, so vodka. <laughs> oh, you guys, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not even Russian. I'm actually from Lithuania. I know, don't worry, don't worry. Nobody knows what the fuck is Lithuania. <laughs> well, Lithuania used to be a left testicle of Russia until it's been chopped off. Yeah, guys, I flew all the way from Lithuania to America to find an American husband. I know, I know, don't look at me like this. I know I'm stupid. They could have just ordered me online. <laughs> yeah, I guess they couldn't find the box big enough to ship me. Yeah, I'm telling you, being this tall sucks because growing up, I wanted to be a spy. But come on, can you imagine? I'd be like the worst spy ever. Can you imagine me going undercover to Japan and trying to blend in? <laughs> or if I went undercover to Middle East, I'd be like, guys, how did you find me? I was covered from head to toe in burka. <laughs> They're like, oh baby, your burka ends here. It's supposed to end here. Somebody bring her a bigger burka. <laughs> yeah, guys, being tall is something. I used to walk into the supermarket. People used to ask me if I'm a model. <laughs> now I walk into the supermarket. They ask me to grab that toilet paper from the top shelf. <laughs> I know, I know, it's so exciting. Finally, I found the purpose for my height. <laughs> yeah. So I've been in LA for a while now, and I've been dating. And I realized that American love is so different from Russian love. Like, your Russian boyfriend will never say he loves you, but he'll do things for you, like fix your car, change your tire, pay for your abortion, <laughs> because he wants to be the best man. Here in America, my car broke down, and my American boyfriend was like, here, call this guy, he's the best. Okay, I guess I'm dating this guy now. <laughs> I know, I'm fast. <laughs> um, the other thing that I noticed that American guys are not very ambitious in dating. Like, <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> I went to, on a date with this guy. I'm sitting in his car and he tries to kiss me. I'm like, no, stop, I'm a lady. <laughs> so he stops and drives me home. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why, what did I do? In my country, the guy tries to kiss you, say no. So he tries again. So you slap him, then he slaps you back. So you punch him, then he punches you twice, then you have sex. <laughs> then he drives you back to school. <laughs> because your lunch break is over. <laughs> you know, gotta study some mathematics. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it's a language barrier. You know, like in Russia, no means yes. And yes means anal. <laughs> yeah, I've been in LA only for a year, but I really feel that I'm becoming an American in my heart because I'm thinking of getting therapy. <laughs> I know, back home, nobody believes in therapy. They solve everything with vodka. 
My dad used to say, Karina, look, this man is not ugly, just have a shot of vodka. I'm like, Dad, I already had a bottle. I still don't like my uncle. <laughs> I know, it's tough times in Russia. Yeah, another sign of me becoming an American is that I wake up, roll out of bed, and leave the house in the same sweatpants that I just slept in. <laughs> yeah, so have you, um, have any one of you dated a Russian girl? Aww. Well, man, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> Russian girls are not easily excited or impressed. They're men. They're tough. Like, you'd be pumping away all night. They're like, do you like that baby? Do you like that baby? Russian girl be like, no, I do not like that. You do not give me orgasm? I call KGB right now to kill you. <laughs> or if you like... American people are so positive. They're like, oh my god, you're 30, you look so much younger. <laughs> Russia, like Russian girl be like, you're ugly. I do not like your face. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, like, so there's so much difference between American and Russian people. Like, all my American girlfriends, all they, all they talk like how they want to be in loving relationships. They're like, I just want to be in loving a relationship. I just want to I just want to be in loving a relationship. <laughs> I don't know. Is there something wrong with me? Like, all I want to be is in an abusive relationship. <laughs> I'm telling you, in my country, if the, if the man beats you, it means he loves you. <laughs> And here in America, I can't even get this American guy to come on my face. <laughs> He's like, but baby, I respect you. What? Did they even ask you to respect me? No, don't respect me. <laughs> don't talk to me about your feelings. Feelings are not allowed in my country. Just come home, eat your sausage, and fuck me already. Yeah, I know. Russian people sound tough, but they're not really tough. It's just that in Russia, if you smile a lot, you consider it to be stupid. <laughs> so, so even at comedy clubs, like Russian people don't laugh. They'd be containing emotions so well, they'd be like, but you know, emotions has to come out somehow. <laughs> so it comes out in a silent fart. <laughs> so if you walk into the club after the show, you're like, damn, that guy must be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys use Snapchat? No? Not really? You do? I don't know. I downloaded Snapchat, wanting to be like, like all American people. And <laughs> something is wrong with my Snapchat. My Snapchat is polluted with dicks. Like, Every morning I wake up and there's somebody schwanz looking at in my face. I'm like, why? What the, wh what do you guys like what do you think? Like what do you think is going to happen? You think I'm going to be like <gasps> Oh my god. I don't know who you are. I don't know where you're from. But I'm going to find you. And I'm going to raid you. <laughs> This will never happen, guys. I don't know why you do it. Or you think I'm gonna just like grab your dick pic and run around LA like a crazy prince looking for my Cinderella with a perfect dick. <laughs> no, this will never happen, I promise you. Um, yeah, so um, 
I, I don't know, I'm so excited to be in America in a land of Snickers and unlimited amounts of toilet paper. <laughs> I'm telling you, back in a day, because in Soviet times, when I was five, I had to stand in line for days just of roll, for a roll of toilet paper. So I had to make sure that I only use it for special occasions, like weddings and funerals. I remember I used to walk around and think to myself, God, I hope someone dies. I'm starting to itch. <laughs> yeah. I was so excited when I came to America. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to meet all these huge men because everything in America is huge. Not everything, unfortunately. I'm sure she knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> but everywhere I go, I meet these LA shorties. Like, I walk into the club and the horniest smurf in the room asks me to dance. <laughs> Slow dance. I'm like, sure, why not? God, baby, I can't squat all, night. squat all night. Come on, let's just go home. <laughs> yeah, sure, guys, don't go down on me. They're already there. <laughs> but, but in the bedroom, I like them to work for it. I'm like, you want to have sex? You want to have sex, baby? OK, jump for the condom. Jump for the condom. <laughs> jump for the condom. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm one more guy away of becoming a lesbian. It's not that I don't like dick, I just don't like a little man attached to it. <laughs> Thanks, guys, that's my time. Thank you. Karina Degla, from Lithuania via LA all the way to Seattle. Your next comedian, he is from uh, Seattle, Washington. What an exciting place that is. He, I love metal music. I fucking, and actually tomorrow night, Floating Goat is playing at Bender's and we should all go there after thing. He, this guy looks like he eats death metal for breakfast. Put your hands together, everybody, for Levi Manis. I look like the kid from Home Alone if his parents just never came back. <laughs> I live my life the same way I was born, by accident. and behind Arby's. <laughs> I nailed the sponge on my wall, over my bed. It's a wet dream catcher. <laughs> Oh my God, you guys, I'm really sorry. 
I have no idea where the fuck my band is. A lot of my friends listen to EDM, but I listen to EDM B, Electronic Dave Matthews Band. (laughs) It's awful. (laughs) Did you know that when your name is Richard, every selfie is a dick pic? Can you hold this, please? Thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> nuns are weird. That's the longest joke I got. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> uh, uh, I wish I had the ability to ejaculate fabric softener. <laughs> My socks would be so soft. (laughs) Two birds, one load. (laughs) Somebody died at the strip club last night. It was a motorboat accident. (laughs) The only difference between French vanilla and regular vanilla is a shitty attitude. I was homeschooled, which explains why all of my report cards said, get the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) I am publishing a a series of fill-in-the-blank suicide notes. They're called sad libs. <laughs> I want to buy a parrot. And I'm going to teach it to say, I'm only going to say this once.
I uh, just moved to LA because I needed more reasons to hate myself. <laughs> and since I've been down there, my friends have been asking me, hey, how's LA treating you? I'm like, it's fine, I guess. I started living in my car. And they were like, whoa, you weren't living in your car before? <laughs> I enjoy doing whippets because they make the voices in my head sound like the Bee Gees. <laughs> I named my penis Mom because it's always embarrassing me in front of my friends. <laughs> The dad jokes that I like the most are the ones that don't beat me. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I, I wrote it. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> My sex life has its ups and downs because I masturbate on elevators. gonna get weird I went to Walmart and I asked where they keep their suicide supplies and they handed me an application <laughs> the other day this stranger just walks up to me and he goes, hey, you look a lot like Jesus. And I said, why? I don't have that many piercings. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I look like I jumped out of a Jumanji box and just straight into a heroin den. <laughs> I invented a new sex position for lesbians. It's called the safety scissor. And it's just like a regular scissor, except for I watch to make sure it's safe. <laughs> I'm going to go against my better judgment and do one more. I hang a sock on my doorknob to let my roommates know I'm fucking the other sock. <laughs> <laughs> that is my time. Thank you, everyone. one-liner comedian he works harder than all of us he just did like 36 punchlines in nine minutes that takes me like four days <laughs>
Got all the open mics. And I'm like, I still didn't get that many punchlines in, and it's good. Actually, talk around it. I talk around the issues. That's what I do for comedy. Your next comedian, what a lovely human being he is. You're out of LA. Yeah, hell yeah. You get you got your shit together. No, no, LA is great. That's where you get famous. San Francisco, we all just fuck around. But when you're in LA, things are gonna happen. You guys are gonna love your next comedian. Please put your hands together for Kevin Paniagua. Um, you know, guys, I recently stopped drinking. And the reason I stopped is because I had been drinking all morning. <laughs> you know, guys, we live in a society where you can just throw an egg at anything and just call it breakfast. You put an egg in a burrito, it's a breakfast burrito. You throw it in a sandwich, it's a breakfast sandwich. My girlfriend woke up one morning and she was like, Kevin, Breakfast is ready. Come and eat. And she threw an egg in her pussy. <laughs> like, if you're going to do that, cook the egg first. <laughs> I'm not going to eat a raw egg off of your pussy. Like, I'll eat a scrambled egg. <laughs> Sunny side up, even. You know? But women nowadays, like, does anybody know women? I don't. You know, there's times, there's times when, I, um, when I only have enough money for either weed or food. And if I buy the weed, then I smoke it, and then I'm hungry. But if I buy, buy the food, then I eat it, and then I'm bored. So what I started doing is I started buying my weed, and then I ate my weed. <laughs> because it kills my hunger, and it gets me really high. <laughs> but then I started thinking, like, what if my kids are born, and they're not just vegan, they're herbivores, meaning they eat grass. They developed a you know, a mutation that may, will make my kids eat grass. Could you imagine a species of human that just ate veggies, vegetables? That'd be a beautiful world. We'd have cows everywhere. There would be no need to keep the pigs and the cows in farms because humans wouldn't eat these animals. I was very high, guys. Very high. You know, I consider, I, I consider myself more like Shakespeare than Richard Pryor. Although I do have a lot of priors. <laughs> but I don't let my priors define me. I don't let my priors define who I am because when I was in jail, all I was doing was reading and educating myself. Like I was even reading while I was getting butt raped. <laughs> and even though my forehead kept hitting the book, and I kept losing my place. I never gave up, guys. <laughs> never give up on your dreams is what I'm saying, guys. Because if I didn't give up, and then you guys give up, then who's the bitch?
It's not the guy getting butt raped, guys. It's the one that gave up. You know, my girlfriend, she gave me a, a dog for my birthday. And I, I thought to myself, like, man, this is exactly the kind of gift that ends up in a trash can. Like, nothing against dogs, but you're gifting me responsibility. You know, luckily for the dog, I found someone that was willing to take care of, of the dog. And that was a Chinese restaurant down the street. <laughs> but let's not talk about dog killing, guys, because that's just sad. Let's talk about something more beautiful, like the sun. The sun gives us light. It makes plants grow. And then some people out there saying that the sun gives people cancer. That is false. I looked into it. I researched this fact. The sun does not give people cancer. The sun gives white people cancer. <laughs> and they're trying to trick us all. But we, we need to stay woke, guys. Because if we're not awake, then we're dreaming. And really, who can tell the difference? You ever had a dream where you've woken up and been like, fuck, I wish I would have stayed in that dream. But no, this is life and this is reality and we have to deal with it, you know? And the way that I deal with it is by doing a lot of drugs. You know, guys, um, my grandpa was the kind of person that he was just out there fornicating and impregnating everyone to the point where I never know when I would run into like a cousin that I didn't know about. And there was this one time when I was dating this girl and we were in my room and I was hitting it from the back. And then she was like, why do you have a picture of my grandpa in your room? But that didn't stop me, guys. Because nothing can stop me. <laughs> we should not let anything get in our way, is what I'm saying. We must overcome every obstacle. Overcome every obstacle. That's who we are as a race, as a species. Because as, a, the, as the human species has survived a lot of obstacles. You know, we survived polio. We survived hurricanes. We're the best. Like, we just eat any animal that gets in our way. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about a cow. I really don't. Like, I love pigs, because they're smart, but I love bacon even more. Like, I don't care if the pig is smart. Like, I don't care. I'm smarter. That's just the way it is. I'm at the top. You're at the bottom. I'm gonna eat you, no matter what. I don't care, like, life is good, but it's better when you're dead and I'm eating. That's just the way of life, guys. We can't, we can't be like, oh my God, look at that cute little, you know, it looks better when it's bacon, is what I'm saying. You know, guys, um, they recently built the strip club by my house. It's called Astronomy. And it's a really cool strip club because it combines my two favorite things. My love for ass 
and my love for the study of the universe. <laughs> and as soon as you walk in, the first stripper you see, they call her Jupiter. And the reason they call her Jupiter is because she has this birthmark on one of her cheeks. And when she bends over to pick up the tips, her stretch marks look like Jupiter. <laughs> and then when you walk further, there's another stripper. And they call this one Saturn. And the reason they call her Saturn is because if you pay the right, of money, the right amount of money, then she will give you anal. <laughs> and I don't really get that one, but that's how they explained it to me, so. And then all the way in the back, in a dark, dark corner of the strip club, there's this other stripper, and they call her Pluto. And they call her Pluto because she's not really a planet. She's a tranny, guys. Thank you, guys. Kevin, Paniagua, yay! I would think they would call her Uranus, the one that likes anal, but that's they call it Uranus. I know, it's weird. It's still a planet. Pluto's not. Yay, Paniagua, yay! Your next comedian, what an amazing, lovely human being she is. She's part of hashtag hella funny. You can see her at Cobbs and the Punchline and everyone. You get to see her right here, right now. So clap your hands wildly for Allison Hooker. Fuck yeah, keep it going for Pam. Yes, and all the comics you've seen tonight. Fuck, yes. Like she said, my name's Allison Hooker. Not a stage name, just my name. <laughs> Spelled just like the profession. And that's always been fun. You guys can imagine in junior high when I had to write my first initial and last name on my gym clothes. <laughs> so it just said, oh, Hooker, just down the leg of my pants and across my chest. Thank you. It took me a little longer to find the funny in it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they tease me. They tease me so much that my gym teacher gave me new clothes. She was like, sweetheart, you need to write something else. <laughs> so I wrote The Hooker. <laughs> Are, yeah, right? Are you guys kidding me? It was junior high. I was loving that sexual attention. <laughs> I was cruising around, had my A Hooker shirt underneath. I had a training bra to support the nipples that had come in. <laughs> now I've got a padded bra to support the nipples that have come in. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Guys, I'm waiting. Uh, <laughs> I am. I'm waiting still. I was actually trying to like smack my titties on a guy's face the other night. Not the joke yet, though. Uh, <laughs> he broke his nose on my chest bone. <laughs> he was kind of a pussy about it, though. He cried. I was like, come on. <laughs> Sorry, I, you know what? I didn't mean to use the word pussy like that. It's actually, it doesn't make any sense, you know? Calling something a pussy because it's weak really doesn't make any sense, does it? Come on, ladies, doesn't make any fucking sense, right? No, seriously, if you want to call something weak, you should probably call it a ball sack. Let's think about it, you know? <laughs> ladies, I don't know if you've met one recently, uh, but you touch these things like ever so slightly, but it kind of just the wrong angle. It's like, oh God! <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's kind of a poor design, you know? <laughs> Just hanging about. I don't know, put a rib cage around it or something. <laughs> Pussy, on the other hand, I think we can all agree it can take quite a beating. <laughs> 
Hopefully, right? She's clutching his hand. If tonight goes well. <laughs> I mean, worst case scenario, a fucking human head comes out of it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying they're pretty tough. Um, speaking of my vagina, I, uh, I went to the doctor today. Thank you. Yeah. Hold your applause. Uh, <laughs> no, you know, I made a New Year's resolution just to go to the doctor. I like to make, you know, goals I can reach. Uh, so I went to the doctor. Does anyone else get really stuck on that question, how many drinks per week? <laughs> we lie, don't we? We do. We lie. But you don't want to lie too much. You know, you wanted to check your liver. Um, <laughs> it's a fine balance. Uh, what do you do? And I was like, the truth is, I'm like a comedy club. I'm a two drink minimum a night. Goes up from there. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go with two drinks a night, 14 a week. She tells me that's too much. I was like, really? I thought people could have two drinks a night. She goes, no, no, no. Men can have two drinks. Women can only have one. I know. Girl, I did more than make a sound. I was fucking livid. <laughs> it's like, oh, men can have 14. Bitch, we are literally in the middle of hashtag me too. Like, whose fucking team are you on? She's like, if you need help with your drinking problem, I help a lot of my patients. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, lady, look, I came here for drugs, not rehab. Um, also, I don't think she's helping anyone with their drinking problem. I think she's just helping people lie to doctors. Because <laughs> like, the next time I see her, I'm definitely gonna be like, oh yeah, you know, I have seven drinks a week. <laughs> I'm no dumbass, she gave me the answer. Uh, she went to give me a pap smear. For the men in the room, I'll just quickly fill you in. When we go to the doctor, they stick a speculum inside of us, they click it open twice, and they swab the inside of our vagina. <laughs> I know, there's a couple dudes in here right now, they're like, that doesn't sound so bad. I wish I'd go to the doctor and stick my dick in something. But it's not like fun, it's, it's whatever. I mean, there's no rotating head or bunny ears. It's, <laughs> it's cold. Like, I think the equivalent for a man would just be if you stuck your flaccid penis in a cooler and then someone scratched it. Like, that's, it's whatever. It's just, it's not terrible. It's cold. So she goes to give me a pap smear, and I think because I have, like, a small frame, she assumed all of me was small, if you guys catch my drift. So she goes, I am going to use my smallest speculum. Any smaller would be pediatric. Yeah, which I just thought was a weird fucking thing to say. I'm not even gonna make any jokes about that. Just repeating what I heard. Uh, so she takes her smallest speculum, you know. She goes to stick it in, it goes, squeeze. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it slid right in, you guys, no problems there. Uh, no problems at all. She goes for the classic click, click. She goes, click, click, click. Click, 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 What I'm trying to say, I think, is that the hallway doesn't always fit the building. You know, just like I don't know where my organs fit either. This is just vagina and backbone. But fuck it, you guys. You know what? I'm proud of my big vagina. I actually made a song about it today. Can I share it with you? I got one yes, I'm gonna go with it then. This is for you, sweetheart. It goes, I can take that dick, click, 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 click
click click click click click click click click click click click click click click click click click click click That is real low ball comedy for Mutiny Radio, guys. That's Thank you. Um my boyfriend during all this hashtag me too stuff has wanted to talk about it, you know? But he wants to talk about consent. And I was like, baby, come on, are you kidding me? I'm always consenting, don't worry about it. He's like, that's what I wanna talk about, your consent. And I was like, yeah, like, I'm always consenting. You know, I'll, I'll say something like, this post-pubescent puss is really looking for some wiener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, that's clear consent, right? He goes, that's what I mean. <laughs> Apparently, my consent is starting to, feel like assault. So I, I <laughs> we're in a real catch 22 here. I <laughs> don't know what to do about it. Um, <laughs> my boyfriend's, uh, he's, he's Syrian. It's actually, he learned how to write in Arabic first and we met when he swiped the wrong way on Tinder. <laughs> Language joke. Uh, <laughs> no, it's true. So the night of the election was actually my birthday. <laughs> November 8th is my birthday. So Trump won, and I was like, oh my god, you too? Did you just say me too, my birthday? Oh, nine, okay. Well, so you woke up to Trump being president. I went, went to bed that way. I was like, oh my god, because obviously I was drunk, you know, watching the election results. I was like, baby, <gasps> we're moving. And I looked at him, and he's Syrian, so we stayed. <laughs> Here we are, you know. Um... Actually, the way that I met my boyfriend, um, the old-fashioned way, at a bar. Um, and I, thank you. The truth is I don't really remember meeting him. I don't remember anything until the taxi ride to his house. <laughs> Which I guess you could say is romantic, you know? Like, I came out of a blackout for you. Uh, <laughs> so technically, I met him in a taxi. Guys, you know, he's Arab. <laughs> like, in hindsight, he might have just been my driver. <laughs> I'm going to leave it on a groan. That's my favorite way to, to end a set. A groan. That's it. That's been my time. You guys have been amazing. Thank you so much. Allison Hooker, everyone! Hey, Hooker! Here for you! Yes! Yeah! I am so excited about our next comedian. He is a regular on a thing called Kill Tony. Now, there are a lot of people that know what that is. I don't even know what hashtags are, so I am super confused about the world at large. But, yeah, no, really, I like, hashtags are, it's like, Instagram's a thing, right? Like, Snapchat, I don't even know what Snapchat is. Or like, it lasts for eight seconds, and I'm like, I would show you pictures of my cat and my vagina together. You can't tell where the hair begins and the cat ends it's gonna be a great time I want to tell one joke before I bring you up she was talking about uh, meeting at the bar a lot of people say when they're uh, doing uh, like dating or whatever they say that you got to raise the bar and some people say you got to lower the bar and I say you meet at the motherfucking bar like what is wrong with everybody no one meets at the bar like you meet online and then you go to the bar that's weird Fine, just meet at the bar. Your next comedian, you're gonna love him. He's all the way from LA. Put your hands together for Mikey McKernan! Hell yeah, thank you. One more time for not being on the internet, everybody. All right. Hey, one more time for not being on Instagram. Those who are not clapping, you're looking at your likes. 
Instagram is uh, new playboy. Just here for the stories. <laughs> Boo. Ah. Ah. <laughs> I'm from Los Angeles. Thank you. I got a friend from uh, San Francisco. Well, he's from Los Angeles, but he lives in L.A. Give it up for him for being here tonight. <laughs> Said he's going to be here, but you can't spell flake without L.A. <laughs> Boo. Ah. Ah. Cool. Some people standing up watching stand-up. This is not going to be awkward. All right. <laughs> no one takes me seriously because I'm 32 years old and I still go by Mikey. Good. All right. People are like, why Mikey? Because it's my key to your heart. <laughs> so let me in. I want to make you laugh tonight. All right. Just got tested for ADD. Turns out I have a new condition called ODD, which means I'm odd. <laughs> Boo. Ah. Ah. It's called the catchphrase. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen, okay? It's, we're going we're gonna to keep going with it. Good. Living in Los Angeles, I got to do the acting thing, of course. We go on job interviews, too. Auditions. All of them. They always ask us annoying questions. I think the most annoying question somebody ever asked me was, uh, do you have any hidden talents? Yeah. I know how to make paint dry faster. <sighs> okay, you guys don't like dry humor? <laughs> So hoping Boo Halls is going to catch on with some of you. It didn't work that time. Is this thing broken yet? No. <laughs> this is awesome. I love being up here. Friday, anybody going to go to house parties? No, we're all adults. I don't like to go to house parties because drunk girls try to straight iron my hair. Thank you, guys. Sorry I walked you. Like we've been here since Friday. Okay, we. Uh, it is Friday, Thursday. It started yesterday. Okay, I'll move on. Thanks for the comics laughing at me, failing in the back. I appreciate you guys. I don't like to go to house parties. Every time you find me in the house party, I'm hanging out in the ganja lounge. Last house party I was out, this drunk girl busted in. She was all drunk. She got mad. Everybody was smoking weed. Of course, all the bros are like, "Do it, smoke, fuck your." No, she said. <laughs> Out of myself. She's like, I can't smoke because I got this job that has drug tests. And of course, all the bros are like, do it, smoke, fuck your job. And I felt bad. I'm like, what do you do? She says, I work in NASA. I was like, why do you want to get stoned when you're getting higher than all of us? <laughs> Boo. Ha. As you can tell, nothing's going on with me. Just trying to live my life how I like my salsa. Mild. Okay, some of you want to make me switch to a guacamole lifestyle? I don't know if you know what that's like, but that's hard to guac away from. <laughs> Boo! Huh? Now guac it out. <laughs> now guac it out. <laughs> now guac it out. <laughs> now guac... Look like a guy that got kicked out of a band because they were sick and tired of teaching him how to play bass. <laughs> Trying to stop writing jokes about my hair, but they're stuck in my head. <laughs> Besides, they've only got me this far, okay? <laughs> Good, all right. Some of you, not all of you. We'll get there. 
is fun. I'm working uh, two jobs right now, eight shifts a week, no off days. My friend's like, when do you meet girls? I'm like, in the future. <laughs> One of those jobs is at a restaurant. Anybody here work at a restaurant? <laughs> yeah, we're not very excited. I've been working at the same restaurant for 11 years. My friend's like, why? Because they don't drug test. <laughs> Quick question, anybody here give uh, weed to homeless people? Sometimes. It's kind of messed up, though. Just making them more hungry later. That's why you give them an edible. Two birds, one stoned homeless guy. Boo. Ah. Pam, I didn't want to put you down when you were like, That's, I give weed to homeless people. So, did I turn it around okay? Not to. Okay, good. Just the booker, everybody. Okay, so. Anybody here with their soulmate tonight? Yeah. He, w- he wasn't laughing at me, okay. <laughs> don't want to get the fake laughs, you know what I mean? I don't want to, Los Angeles, we don't need a bigger ego, you know. <laughs> I already forgot my point. Speaking of Southern California, anybody uh, ever go to Disneyland? Yeah. Pam, you love Disneyland? Yeah. Hell yeah. You ever uh, you ever spot the feral kitties that live at Disneyland? Have you heard this? A bunch of <laughs> bunch of feral cats live at Disneyland. They have their own Instagram. <laughs> it makes you think though. You're like, why do they have a bunch of cats there? And I figured it out because they have a really big mouse. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> ah! <laughs> you don't like clean jokes? That's okay. <laughs> She's apologizing for shaking her head at me. That's okay. It's all right. It's all good. I'm not drinking right now, so uh, I'm more the designated driver, but I'll take all my, you know, obnoxious friends to parties. But I got this new rule now, if they're going to be chill, if they're going to be calm, if they want to ride in the front seat of my car, now they got to call Chakra. (laughs) My bros are like, I don't know what that means. I'm like, well, I need everybody's behavior to be on a scale of one to zen. You guys, this was a lot funnier when I was driving six hours up here, okay? So. (laughs) Just got voted intellectual's least favorite comedian on the dark web. Thank you, 4chan. (laughs) They're like, what's your stand-up comedy like? And I was honest. Said it was like my lovemaking. I got tiny bits. (laughs) Boo. Ah, ah. Hell yeah, Pam. Thank you. I'm glad you're laughing at the boo-haws here. <laughs> Emerging from a town called Rancho Cucamonga, California. Don't worry. If you've never been there, you're going somewhere. <laughs> they got put on the map, though. They opened up this amusement hunting park store called the Bass Pro Shop. Do they have one in the Bay? Have you, guys, have you heard of this? Yeah. You walk in there and you realize they sell the biggest profit of the 21st century murder. They did sell something very interesting to me, which was camouflage Bibles. (laughs) Finally, I can read about Christ and my atheist family will never know. (laughs) Got a snort? Yes! (sighs) All right. I feel good now that I made a juice snort, okay? 
I snore too. I get it from my mother, you know. The more we don't want to be like our parents, <laughs> just going to be like them. I love doing stand-up comedy on the road because a lot of girls think I'm the guy from Workaholics. <laughs> okay. You know, sometimes you don't make enough money on these gigs, so you get excited if a girl asks you to come back. And uh, one night she did, and uh, things got pretty romantic, and then they got serious. And then after two hours of dry humping, she told me she was a virgin. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I was like, well, every time a virgin doesn't put out, an angel loses a boner. <laughs> it's because she was a Christian girl. And that confused me, because I was like, what am I doing to attract Christian girls? Hey, that bit got me a Jesus audition, okay? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get it, though. But I forgave them. <laughs> Boo! Ah! <laughs> I got a sticker that says, Mikey McKern is not funny for those who didn't laugh. You didn't laugh at all. You can have one. <laughs> Thank you so much, Pam Muni Radio. You guys have a good time this weekend. Good night. so glad that you talked about Jesus. Uh, knock, knock. Jesus. I know, did that guy exist or what? Is he, is he real? Is he just an allegory that we all just were just like, yeah, that guy's real. That's right. You know it was real? Mikey McKernan. He just left a clap for him anyways. Yay! Yay! Your next comedian, she's all the way from Olympia, Washington, which is an amazing, beautiful place that is incredible and now we can smoke pot inside. Yay! The girl with the red hair left. She was like, she was like, I am so, I'm really okay with the comedy here, but I just, if you go to smoke pot inside, and I was like, okay, that's a bad way we're gonna do it. Everybody just break out your bowls. Does anybody have a problem smoking pot inside? Okay, good. Everybody smoke pot inside. Yay! Yay! I don't want to shame anybody for not smoking pot, but I mean, come on. <laughs> Look at us here. What else can we do? We can't drink here, but we can smoke pot. Fuck yeah. Your next comedian, all the way from Olympia, Washington. What an amazing... Oh, that's incredible. Yay! We're going to love our next comedian. Clap wildly, everybody, for Cameron Minch. Yay! Thank you so much, everyone. How we doing? You've been asked before. I assume it's great. I've been thinking about getting a baby on board sticker for the back of my car. Just so that when it takes me a long time to merge into heavy traffic, people will think, oh, she's just being a cautious mother, right? But then I want to get a British flag sticker and put it next to that. That way when I accidentally pull into oncoming traffic, people think, oh, she's just a cunt. Uh, you guys like my outfit tonight? Hell yeah. Yeah, thank you. Blue boots, thank you. These are new. Uh, I'm trying to change up my style a bit. Uh, so I started, I ordered uh, this thing called Stitch Fix. Have you guys heard of Stitch Fix? Have you tried it before? No? Uh, I tried it, and this is what they gave me. Uh, interesting, isn't it? Yes. I. You, what it is is that you fill out this like questionnaire about like the type of clothes you want, and the stylist will send you a box of them, and you get to pick out what you like. Uh, this is what they sent me. I assume they, they thought, oh, she she wants to be like a soccer mom who always has a cold, <laughs> and so that's the aesthetic that I'm going for now. 
if that's what they think I like, then I might as well. I'm too lazy to take it back to the post office, so. <laughs> With the free, the bag, they, the prepaid bag they sent me to send it back to them for free. I, I, I'll just stick with this. I guess it's fine. I, I need to change up my style. I, I like thrift shopping. Anybody? We like thrifting. Yeah. I love thrifting, uh, but I don't like buy clothes that fit me. I just buy clothes that smell like not particularly, they're good, they smell good to me, but like that's the only reason I'll buy clothes. They smell good. And I don't wash them after I buy them, which a lot of people think is really gross. <laughs> like I consider myself eco-friendly, my boyfriend calls me garbage person. It's like, <laughs> that's what's going on. I don't know. I just don't like, I like the adventure, you know? It's like someone put on all their grandma's perfumes and I just love that smell, <laughs> right? It's like if I find a $7 pair of Armani Exchange jeans, $7, that's not maple syrup you're smelling. That's the smell of victory, okay? <laughs> and I wanna wear that as long as I possibly can. I'm very particular I'm like, about the smells that I like. Uh, I hate getting like soaps and lotions as gifts. Not because like most of the time they just offend me, you know, not just soap in general as a gift. Like that's pretty offensive, <laughs> right? Just like, but that's like my go to for any gift for any woman in my life. Because I like smells. I'm like, oh, like a soap or a candle. It's like, but it's like, oh, think of me every time you shower or you need to shower. I don't know. <laughs> That's what soap is to me. But like sometimes people just give me lotions that just like, I don't know. It's like cucumber melons, is that what you think I should be smelling like? Do I look like a spa day to you? It's like what what's the deal? I don't like it. I I don't know what to do about those lotions, because like you'll open them, you'll smell them, decide you don't like them, but like now what do I do with them? I don't want to use it. So like do I get I don't have a lot of white elephant opportunities either, so I just can't <laughs> pass it off and if you pass it off to your friend they know it's like you didn't use any of this so it must be gross why are you giving it to me <laughs> like you can't donate it either because like thrift shops and goodwill they're not going to take us for health reasons whatever it's still good but you know what i do see i see like a lot of open house open houses see a lot of those opportunities i need to take them so what i'm thinking is i can just load up all of like lotions, soaps that I don't want to use anymore but are still good, condiments, you know, anything <laughs> that might still be usable, go into open houses and be like, oh, wow, $600,000, pocket change, whatever. Where's the bathroom? This is great. And I go in the bathroom and then open up the vanity and I just start shoving all my shit under there, right? Because now it's not my garbage, it's a gift to them. It's even more, it'd be, I call it reverse burgling <laughs> because it's just as, if not more, violating than regular burgling. <laughs> Especially if like the people aren't moved out yet, right? Because if they go into their, their cupboard and they see new shit, it's like when you get something taken from you, you know it's like it's been stolen. But if you end up with new stuff, like, Someone's trying to kill me. I'm allergic to cucumber melon. <laughs> this isn't what I bought. <laughs> Scary stuff. Uh, I was, oh, house sitting is another way you can probably get rid of your crap. 
just shove it in someone's cupboard. They'll find it later. But I was house sitting. Anybody here like house sit? It's a fun gig. If you ever have the chance, just go <laughs> stay in someone's house for a week. It's great. Uh, but I was house sitting for some like wealthy people in the gated community. And something I've noticed about a lot of rich people is that their bathrooms completely carpeted. Carpet everywhere around the toilet, like stapled around the toilet. Gross. It's disgusting, right? I get the carpet that you can remove and wash, but carpet around the toilet, how do you trust yourself that much? Do you not see the problem here? <laughs> do you not see that you can't remove permanent carpet if you. I'm gross. I know the gross stuff that I do going to the toilet. Okay, fine. You guys don't get it. That's fine. You've never seen this before. You'll, you will, and you'll understand how disgusting that is. Not only do you, not, you, you trust yourself enough, but people that you know to not be gross. Okay. Okay. Uh, so these are the people I stayed with or at their house, they were like the one person. I was thinking about how to punish them. Because, you know, we need to punish the one percent. Yes, yes. I don't, I don't particularly agree with protesting and whining. So I was like looking around, what can I do to hurt them? Uh, and I found some pampered chef knives. And this is what I'm thinking we can do how we take down the 1%, we take their pampered chef knives, and then we put it in the dishwasher. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. Take their pampered chef knives, put them in the dishwasher, and run that shit. If you run nice knives through the dishwasher, it warps the blade. Oh, yeah. They're expensive. You just keep doing that. And then here's what I'm thinking is what you ruin their nice stuff. Then they have to go out and buy more stuff, right? Job creation. They're putting their money back in the economy, right? Isn't that how trickle down economics? Is that how it's supposed to be? We ruin their nice stuff. They have to go buy new stuff. People have the jobs to right? And I don't know. Am I solving anything? I was high when I, <laughs> I decided to do that. Good stuff. I don't know what else to talk about. Oh, I know. Do you guys, uh, have you, do you guys, would you take a, you have like a list of people you'd take bullets for? Sure. Would you take a bullet for a stranger? Eh, yeah. It's just people are a little iffy about that. I think I would. I think I'd take a bullet for a stranger just to throw off the investigation. <laughs> Like, how are you involved in this? <laughs> but knowing me, like, I'd try to take a bullet for whoever it is, but like, I just prance in front of the gunman, like I was jumping through a sprinkler, like, oh, this is cold, <laughs> it's too cold. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then it still hit the guy. <laughs> Best case scenario, the gunman kills me anyways because that's like an awkward conversation to have with authorities. Like, you got a lot of balls for being a hero. Do have balls. Have you ever been told you had balls? You specifically, have you been? No. I, I've been told I had balls, and that was like the best, I th always thought that was like the best compliment ever. 
It's like, fuck yeah, I got balls. Yeah. But then recently I was thinking about it. It's like every time I've been told I had balls, I've just been doing something really stupid with a lot of confidence. <laughs> I'm going to leave you guys with that. You've been awesome. Thank you so much. Cameron Minge, everybody. Balls and ovaries are the same thing when they're like three weeks old. They're, they're exactly the same, and then they do different things. I know it's crazy. They're exactly the same. That's right. All your dicks were once clits. <laughs> we had the same thing. Six weeks, it's a clit dick. Is there? Same thing. Same thing. That's what we finally understand, right? That the clit is a tiny dick, and that's why masturbation is so fun. <laughs> that's why it's so great. Your next comedian, he used to hang out here all the time before he moved away. Uh, he moved all the way to New York, and we miss him so much. But he he told his beautiful jokes here it, when he was formulating. When he was just a guy who was like, I have funny things to say. And then now he's a real comedian. He books shows everywhere, and he's from New York, and he's back. Everybody, hands together for Tommy McGuire. Oh my lord, thank you so much, Pam. My first enabler, everybody. It's very true. This this is uh, uh, pretty crazy for me. This is where I started. This is like literally I sat right here watching a really bad comic and I was like, I can do that. I'm funnier than him. <laughs> Turns out I wasn't, but I'm getting there. Uh, but it's it's really insane to be back. And thank you, Pam, for throwing this. And thanks to all the comics. This is wonderful. Pander, pander, pander. <clears throat> Oh, man. Uh, let's get the energy up in this room a little bit, guys. Uh, a round of applause if you guys have ever been beat up at a Vanilla Ice concert. <laughs> I said round of applause, not laughter. I was a victim. <laughs> I imagine a lot of you have been punched in the face before, but was Vanilla Ice there <laughs> singing his songs? No. Can you believe I still start with that? <laughs> it's too good because it really happened. I, um, yeah, I moved back to upstate New York where I'm from because I can't afford this city. Um, and uh, it's been tough, man, because I'm a straight white male and that's all they book. And uh, it's just, you go to the bookers, every lineup is just straight white male, straight white male, straight white male. And you try to complain about it, and as a straight white male, you can't. <laughs> You know? But he's just like, no, bro. Hey, this one, uh, he doesn't have a beard. You know? Uh, this guy, uh, his, his cousin's gay, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, it's tight. But I, I love being back in San Francisco. Diversity! Oh, it's wonderful. Um, and also, I don't get booked because uh, uh, I don't know any racist jokes. <laughs> Trump, I'm in Trump country, man. You don't even know. I'm from Albany, the capital. You get five minutes outside, and it is dangerous um i don't know uh they, they, they say uh they say money cannot buy happiness and uh i believe that's true um but money can buy drugs <laughs> and drugs have ruined my brain and um hold on okay there we go and i don't have an ending for that joke yet <laughs> anyhow i uh I was telling my coworker, I hang out at this bar called O Bar in Albany, and it's a gay bar. But it's a very, like, straight-ish gay bar. But it's just fun. It's just nice. And he, he got, like, you're hanging out at O Bar, bro. But you're not, like, gay. Like, wh why would you go to O Bar? I was like, for the same reason straight women go there. 
you're not there. <laughs> it's awesome. I feel pretty. Guys, buy me drinks. You know? Um, and I was in there, and, and I had to go to the bathroom, so I go to the bathroom, and I locked the door behind me, and I had this conscious moment. I was like, was that homophobic? <laughs> yes, it was. I don't want some homo walking in on me while I'm sucking some dick, dick for coke. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah, I know, that's a new one. Um, <laughs> But uh, my coworkers are awful, man. I work construction, and um, and I lived out here for a while, so I'm wokeish. But uh, it's just it's just gross. I hate I hate a lot of my coworkers, and I look around the job site often, and I'm just like, how did these guys get this job? And I realize the same way I did, Craigslist. So, but I got a new I got a raise. I got a third raise in a year. Right? Make it $20 an hour, right? Yeah. Uh, that's not the brag. That's just to let you know how low the bar is for my job. I'm not exactly strong. But, uh, you know, I, I wonder how I ended up there just, you know, on rooftops swinging hammers with a bunch of yokels and just idiots. And uh, I realized uh, it comes down to three letters, uh, G-E-D. And... Um, it's tough, but uh, I'm okay with, with where I'm at with my life, you know? I'm not successful. I, I have to, you know, really fight for everything I have. Um, but I realized it, it, it just all boils down to I hated school. I really did, you know? I, would, I, I just couldn't pay attention in class. I wasn't a bad student. I was just bored. I just wanted to be outside with the cool kids, you know? Smoking cigarettes, skipping class, all that stuff. And uh, it's, it's a good story, though, because uh, 20 years later, I'm outside, all right, <laughs> hanging out with the cool kids, smoking cigarettes, swinging hammers, and um, yeah, it's 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 tough. But I uh, I, I had a I had to go to the bathroom, so I uh, you know I went to the forum and I say, hey 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 boss, I uh, I gotta go potty. Um, I called it potty because work smarter, not harder. He's not gonna give me the hard things to do. Uh, so I had to go to the potty, and I, I go in there and support a potty, so it does make sense. But uh, I go in, and there's this litany of graffiti in this construction site bathroom. And uh, and by graffiti, I just mean poetry, you know. And uh, and by poetry, I mean uh, it's a lot of cock talk. It was just uh, Dave loves cocks. And Dave would raise his name, no, Tony loves cocks. Mike smokes dicks. Just, uh, you, you get the idea, right? Just a lot of really smart people writing with Sharpies. Um, which is weird because, like I said, I've hung out in a lot of gay bar bathrooms, and I've never seen, like, Tony loves pussy. Bruce loves boobs. Lance voted for Trump. It's not there. I don't get it, man. Like, what is the fascination? You guys... <laughs> oh, it's good to be here, guys. Um, there is one thing in common with the construction site I work on and gay bars. Uh, Craigslist has brought us all there together. <laughs> For the most part. Oh, man. I, uh, I, I, I do... I, I need my crutch and my notes. I'm sorry. I haven't done an actual set because I don't get booked because, you know... I'm not ethical. Uh, hmm. Moving on. I <laughs> yeah, Albany sucks. It is not Brooklyn. Um, uh, quick, a uh, couple facts about my dad's mustache. 
my dad's mustache goes from zero to 60 in 58.2 years. <laughs> my dad's mustache is fluent in Mandarin. My dad's mustache is lactose intolerant, which kind of makes up for the intolerance of Jews and gays and blacks that, you know, the rest of them. Hmm. It's been a good two years since I've eaten shit at Mutiny Radio. I appreciate this, guys. I, uh, I got hit in the head a lot as a kid, if that makes any sense. Um, yeah, I did get beat up with a nice concert. And uh, I mean, I got to do this because um, I got, you know, a lot of hits in the head. And dad's intolerance. Uh, he hates Jews. Oh, he doesn't. He's Catholic. He hates himself. <laughs> I, uh, what was I saying? I, uh, you guys, uh, you know, this uh, Black Panther movie, I haven't seen it yet. I really want to. Um, do you guys feel like it's kind of like black people's Star Wars? Like they're all dressing up for it. <laughs> And you want to like talk shit, but like, nah, let them have it. It's fucking, <laughs> it's great. And uh, am I the only one here that thinks that we should all, we should send them all back to Africa? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah not permanently. Uh, see, this joke works way better in no upstate New York where everyone's like, yeah! And I'm like, oh, shit. Um, no, not permanent. It's just kind of like the Jews do it, you know? They come back with a sense of self and knowledge. You, you saw what it did for Richard Pryor and Muhammad Ali. <sighs> I should have I done this looking at you because this is what I want to do that joke for. <laughs> oh, man. I um, I hate Tinder jokes, but here we go. Um, I was adopted, and uh, this will come up later in the story, and it's fine. But um, Tinder's weird for me. I, I, I'm 37 years old, you know. And turning 37 in, you know, 2018 is a lot like being 13 in 1930. Like, I got to start buckling down, find a lady, start a family. But, uh, you know, they have age preferences, you know, like, you know, 22 to 70 or whatever. And I have to uh, set mine at a very precarious age. Uh, so I go, like, 25 to 57 because uh, my mother gave me up for adoption when she was 20. And uh, if I ever do meet my birth mother, I, uh, I'll have a lot of questions for her. I uh, just don't want the first one to be, uh, who's my daddy? Who's my daddy? Who's my daddy? I'm broken inside. Hey. And I just, as a, just a quick poll. Uh, if uh, I do meet my birth mother and I start, uh, you know, introducing the people, uh, hmm, introducing her to people, is it uh, socially acceptable to call her my ex <laughs> ah groans and laughter I'll go out on that thank you very much I'm a Tom McGuire let's give it up for Pam Benjamin Tom McGuire back in San Francisco yay yay and you didn't even do my favorite joke of yours from the past which is the wigger joke which I like um, no, no I'm sorry with the W the hard R no one likes a hard R earlier tonight Ginger uh, Matthew talked about the hard R on Ginger and I was hoping for your hard on wigger uh, it's all good yay Tommy McGuire he's back yay it's very exciting uh, you're your next comedian on the list oh is she's so exciting she's from uh, LA and she was the last addition to the show because she's awesome and amazing and you guys are gonna love her so much clap your hands wildly for Molly Cheryl 
Um, yeah, molass edition. Um, how's it going? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I live in LA. I'm originally from Pittsburgh. Um, somebody's talking about fucking cousins earlier. Um, <laughs> I have a big family. Um, my mom is one of 60, has like 60 first cousins. And nobody ever leaves Pittsburgh. So it's like fucking dating is terrifying there. <laughs> I have to have like fucking play the name game. Are you related to a Foster, a Marks, a Stevens? No, maybe we can fuck. I don't know. So it's just that thought in your head. We're like, maybe we're like third cousins. Like, I graduated with a kid I didn't even know I was related to. I was like, oh, it's your like, third cousin. I was like, Mom, I could have fucked that guy. She's like, you didn't, right? I was like, no, he's super ugly, but I could have fucked that guy. A lot of uggos in the family. And I date down, so that's kind of rough for me. Um, <laughs> I, um, <laughs> my parents are getting older. My dad's falling a lot recently, which I find hysterical. Um, <laughs> uh, he like broke his ankle recently and then fell on his face. Um, <laughs> he's like, I keep falling, Molly, because of my bifocals. I'm like, that's a fucking terrifying fall, man. Imagine that shit looking down on the ground like, ah, it's really close. Not that high. Really close, smash. <laughs> he's like, I keep tripping because of my bifocals. My mom's like, just tell everybody to work. It's your cats. The cats are tripping you. I was like, are you beating dad now? <laughs> so that's what's happening. Just imagine going over for dinner, starring cats on it. Like, I always fucking hated you. The one's a 20-pounder. I just love to see that bitch get thrown across the room. Um, a lot of cat lovers. All right, whatever. <laughs> She's stupid. Um, <laughs> I'm terrified of spiders. I walked through a spider web this morning, and I freaked the fuck out. I don't know what's about spider webs. They're always face height. Like, it doesn't matter how tall or short you are. It's always your fucking face. Like, it's just every time. And I react the same way. Like, I just fucking freak the fuck out. Like, I react the same way, like, way as a guy puts his hand on the back of my head during a blowjob. I'm just like, I'll fucking kill you, motherfucker! <laughs> That's why I don't go to the woods anymore. Usually one leads to the other. <laughs> Joke's called, I'm easy. Um... <laughs> I, uh, I got a massage re recently. Uh, anybody here ever get a massage? Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of weird, right? It's my first one, so I don't know if she did it right. Like, she first just like, kind of rocked me for a while. She's like, you like that? I was like, not really. <laughs> I didn't want to tell her I didn't want to do that. And then halfway through, the music shut off, and then it was just two women alone in a dark room listening to one another's digestive systems. <laughs> it's like, is yours hunger? Mine's hunger. Let's get a sandwich after this. Afterwards, she's like, you want to drink a lot of water and be really thirsty. I was like, what the fuck did you do to me? <laughs> so goddamn thirsty. Uh, I quit drinking recently before I went into a Rite Aid to buy alcohol. You couldn't buy alcohol in Rite Aids where I'm from, so it was kind of cool. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to Rite Aid and get alcohol. And then some guy started yelling at me. He's like, you can go in front of me. I was like, thanks, guy. And then he's like, hey, how tall are you? I was like, I'm six foot. He's like, hey, I'm, no, I'm six foot. I'm like, it's cool, man. We can both be six foot. Like, <laughs> just asking everybody else in the Rite Aid, like, she thinks she's six foot. I'm six foot. And they're like, yeah, she's way taller. It's just like this huge argument in a Rite Aid. <laughs> Like, it turned into, like, the worst carnival ride. Like, do you want to punch me in the face and guess my age after this? This is so much fun. <laughs> I just wanted to drink alcohol and forget that I was in a Rite Aid. <laughs> like most normal people. Um, I called the uh, suicide prevention hotline recently for fun. Um, <laughs> not sadness. Um, did you know when you call them, you get a fucking recording? Like, that's how I call it. And then, like, 
lady's like thanks for calling the suicide prevention hotline i'm just like i don't fucking think you mean that (laughs) you're not a real person you're just a goddamn recording she's like press one if you're suicidal or just stay on the line i'm not calling to chit chat i'm sad (laughs) these are real logistic reasons I didn't stay on it, I just hung up because I was like, whatever. But they should just have an option where you just like press one, it's just your mom's voice. Like, I love you, baby. You're like, oh, thanks. <laughs> feel better now. I, just, I guess I could have just called my mom, but that would have been weird. Um, <laughs> every time I call my mom, like three hours of my life is just gone. I'm like, what happened? It's just dark out. Like, what? Like, I survived something. Just, I know more about aches and pains that I've ever known about. She's so sore all the time. Uh, like, uh, I date fat guys. I'm a chubby chaser. In LA, there's not a lot of options. Um, <laughs> I like, honestly, ladies, if you've not had sex with a fat guy, please do. They're the best lovers you will ever have. I swear to God. Have you ever, see, ever seen a fat man eat a sandwich? It's like the most majestic moment of your life. <laughs> then go in there and just licking mayonnaise. I'm just like, I want that right here. <laughs> I've been kicked out of so many Jimmy Johns just watching fat men eating sandwiches. <laughs> Show up with a sandwich like, who wants to come home with mama? <laughs> My favorite part about having sex with fat guys is they still rock their t-shirt like they do when they're in the pool. <laughs> just, it's like, why are you all, all wet? It's like, oh yeah, we fucked three hours ago. Take that shit off, dry it. <laughs> It's important though, if you have sex with a fat guy, make sure you're on top. That's a very important part of the equation. It's math. And it makes you feel like you're riding a hippity hop. Makes you feel like a kid again. (laughs) That's exactly how I want to feel in the bedroom. Like a kid again. (laughs) I also like to date older guys. Um, It's nice when you date older guys. You never have to remember their name. They're always just daddy. (laughs) Or grandpa. (laughs) Sometimes they're super old. But lately I've been dating men my age, so it's kind of weird for me. Like, I don't want to date guys my age. I just make them whisper old dirty man things in my ear because it kind of turns me on. Like, play that Billie Holiday record again. <laughs> James Dean died way too young. I'm 23 and you're skidoo, and I come and they just feed me a Werther's original. <laughs> Wrap me up in an Afghan. I actually had a guy give me a Werther's original one time when I was on stage, and I fucked him. Um, <laughs> It's just what you do. It's polite. That's <laughs> where I'm from. You're just supposed to bang them. Um, what else did I want to work on? I, uh, no, I got I did I got dumped recently. Woo, go me. Nice. Thanks. Uh, I got dumped by the same guy two times in a row. Yeah. There was no lady's choice in the matter. That's what I liked about it. Um, yeah, he dumped me during sex. That happened to anybody else? Just me. Just me. I just like that he looked up at me at some point and be like, you know what would be better? If I never fucking did this again. <laughs> That's this tall, gangly bitch off me. <laughs> That's like the equivalent of like a cartoon character getting a piano dropped on them, if you wanted to know that one. 